Massachusetts is full of phantom roads and dark streets that seem to go nowhere. I'm sure you found yourself on them from time to time and desperately tried to find your way out and back to the main highway. Then again, you might have sought out the peace and silence of the back routes. This is Garth, and it's too hot in the lost cabin, so I've retreated to the lost beach shack. Today we'll be taking a trip down a true lost highway, so lost we can't even drive on it. Thanks for joining us on Lost Massachusetts. Okay, uh, I'm at the entrance to the Little River Nature Trail Park in Newburyport, Mass. The sign here for the Essex National Heritage Area is a little deceptive. It talks about nature, preservation, heritage area, but it doesn't tell you anything about what you're going to find on the other side of the sign, which is actually something creepy, cool, and a little otherworldly. Uh, the people who live in the area use this trail frequently and know exactly what is under the trees and bushes, but most people who have never been here don't have a clue. It's definitely worth the trip if you were into the abandoned and the weird. So we're going to step into the Little River Nature Trail and see what is hidden behind the green veil. <laughs> Time for a lost Massachusetts weird road trip. This hour that I'll be making a cash call for of one thousand one hundred seventy-three dollars. All right, please write that down with a crayon or something, and I may be calling you. But I like to get to know. So um, I'm past the trailhead and into the um, nature preserve, but I'm not walking on a dirt path. Uh, I'm walking on asphalt. There are concrete curbs overgrown with grass. There are sewer drains full of debris. There are metal and wire guardrail fences beyond some of the overgrowth. And most of all, there's uh, chipped and faded white and yellow lines painted on the asphalt below my feet. I'm walking on a highway through the woods. Uh, what this is is an abandoned section of Interstate 95 that has been converted into a public park. It looks like the perfect set for a post-apocalyptic movie. Uh, as I look straight ahead, the road appears as you would expect it to, and I feel like a car might come whooshing in from the distance and I'll have to jump out of the way. But that's not going to happen. It's completely closed to car traffic. 
um, lots of other people out here walking the trail, walking dogs, riding bikes. It's pretty cool and it's a nice day for it. And this place is virtually invisible from the rest of 95 in the main road and mostly unknown to people except for the people who clearly are here and enjoying it now. Um, but this is a free and open to the public place that is pretty strange by uh, path standards. So it's something to check out. But why is it here and how did it happen? Let's find out. This is hardly the only stretch of abandoned highway in the world. It's not even the only abandoned stretch of highway in Massachusetts. There are sections of the Mass Pike in West Stockbridge with disconnected ramps. There is the so-called Ghost Cloverleaf in Canton, Mass. Now, roads are replaced and retired all the time. Streets are blocked and rerouted. If you listen to episode 21 of Lost Massachusetts, where we talk about Worcester weird locations, you'll hear about the one-way dead-end street. The distinction between some of these incomplete projects uh, is that they were built and never used, often referred to as roads to nowhere. Your tax dollars paid for it, but you never got to use it. Well, you can use this part of 95 now, but for walking, just not driving. For a while, it wasn't an official walking trail, but people knew it was there and would climb over the fence to check it out. You're no longer trespassing, but it kind of feels that way as you walk along this lonely highway stretch. Now, what about mass roads? We all know they're terrible despite continuous and expensive efforts to update them. I've mentioned this before, and it's an important historical reference point. Many of the modern roads we drive on were built on top of old colonial roads. The colonial roads, in turn, were laid on top of so-called traces, which were footpaths linking Native American settlements throughout Massachusetts. Some researchers who have studied the footpaths believe they were in use for at least 2,000 years, possibly longer. These footpaths run throughout the United States. One tidbit about mass roads before we talk about Interstate 95 specifically. If you go to Cape Cod, you're familiar with Route 6. Many people think of Route 6 as being Cape Cod's highway, and it's the only time many people drive on it, but it's hardly a local route. Route 6, also called Grand Army of the Republic Highway, in honor of Civil War veterans, it starts in Provincetown at the end of Cape Cod, but if you keep driving west on it, you can take Route 6 all the way to Bishop, California, which is on the Nevada border. Unfortunately, 6 does not go from sea to shining sea. It would be cooler if it did. Anyway, on to I-95's incomplete section. This section had a number of lives before becoming a hiking trail. It actually started out as a relocated section of Interstate Route 1. Route 1 and 95 run somewhat parallel to each other up and down the East Coast. Route 1 and U.S. routes like it were uh, the proto-interstate highways that were replaced, well, not completely, by the interstate system. You can always tell the difference between the route signs that are black and white while the interstates are red, white, and blue. 
The interstate system is also called the Eisenhower system or defense highway system. Before becoming president, Eisenhower led the military effort in Europe during World War II. During the invasion of Germany, he saw the importance of having consistent, large, and well-maintained highways, not only for travel and commerce, but also to move large pieces of military equipment easily and even to land aircraft on the highway in emergencies. Yes, the interstate system is designed to be used as a runway if need be, which seems like a smart idea, but I have no clue how that would work with the current state of traffic. The interstate system is seen as a modern innovation, but at the time, many local communities hated it because it cut through quiet neighborhoods and even destroyed some communities in the process. 95 was started in 1956 and technically not completed until 2018, if you can believe it. The road may never truly be complete. 95 runs from Maine to Florida. You may know this already, but even-numbered routes go east to west and odd-numbered routes go north to south. This, of course, creates a conundrum because for a portion of 95 merges with Route 128, which means you're traveling on a north-to-south road and an east-to-west road at the same time, which is why it's so easy to get lost in Massachusetts. Anyway, this stretch of uh, relocated Route 1 was re-relocated to Interstate 95 in 1956. But in 1973, the Highway Department built new expanded northbound lanes on 95 near Newburyport with the new off-ramp that cut off the old section, and it stayed cut off for over 20 years. It was utilized by the highway department for testing paint that they used for the lines on the road, which is why some of the lines on it now appear kind of fresh. In 1995, it was transferred to Newburyport to be used as open space and then developed into a trail in 2001. There's a lot of detail and historical points here, all to be linked in the show notes. I want to thank my friend Dan for showing me the abandoned stretch. As we checked it out, our conversation immediately went to the setting of Fallout 4, The Commonwealth. But this isn't a podcast about video games, is it? Uh, This is a huge tangent that only fans of the game Fallout will understand. The post-apocalyptic game Fallout uses many U.S. locations as the setting for the game, including Massachusetts. Unfortunately, the abandoned stretch of 95 is not part of the game map. It only goes as far north as Salem. It would be cool if they did use it. There are many Fallout locations you can visit in Massachusetts, and maybe this can be something in a future episode. Stand by after the commercial for directions to the abandoned stretch of 95. Directions to the abandoned section of Interstate 95 in Newburyport, Mass. Little River Nature Trail is on Route 113 in Newburyport, which is Story Ave to locals. The entrance is right off the northbound side of Interstate 95. I can't give you the exit number because they have changed all the exit numbers. Slow down as you travel on the off-ramp because you will drive right past it. It's really easy to miss. 
There is a parking lot at the entrance, but not much on the road that warns you the park is there. If you drive past Russell Terrace, you went too far. The abandoned section of 95 is now officially called the Gloria Brownhard Bike Trail. You can walk this or you can bike it. I would recommend bringing your bike to ride on the trail. It's fun. There are other non-abandoned highway nature trails that are in the area. The end of the road dumps you out at Hale Street. You can turn right around and walk back or complete the full loop back to the parking lot. Lots of dog walkers and kids riding their bikes through. This is an easy hike, really good for any skill level, and there's lots to look at if you like abandoned stuff. See you out there on the road. Thanks for joining us on the abandoned section of Interstate 95. We hope you'll make the journey to check it out yourself if you haven't been there already. But be careful. If you put your thumb out to hitch a ride, you'll only be picked up by a ghost car, which of course you're welcome to do if that's your thing. In our next episode, we'll begin an examination of the lost world of Dutch, Massachusetts, and consider what could have been not just what was there for a period of time. Until then, this is Garth in the Lost Beach Shack. Hey, if you like the show for some reason, there are lots of ways you can join the fun or get a hold of us. You can message Lost Mass through the podcast apps on Anchor. There's a voice option. Or you can go to lostmassachusetts.com and subscribe to our blog. Or use the various methods there to contact us. If you go to lostmassachusetts.com, you can also sign up to get a postcard from a lost place and find out where to send us a lost postcard to. Also go to Lost Massachusetts at uh, Instagram for photos and other details. We will do our best to respond to comments uh, directly uh, as well as within the show. You might hear um, your own comment. That's fun. <laughs>